This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. This show is brought to you by Pet King Brands, the makers of Zymox and Oratine. It's Behave with Arden Moore, the show that teaches you how to have harmony in the household with your pets. Join Arden as she travels coast to coast to help millions better understand why cats and dogs do what they do. Get the latest scoop on famous faces. They're perfectly pampered pets in Who's Walking Who in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails. Garner great pet tips and have a doggone fur-flying fun time. So get ready for the pause and applause as we unleash your all-behave host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome to the Old Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. What would heaven on earth be like for some gray-muzzled border collies? How about a loving sanctuary where they can enjoy every single day of their golden years? Our special guest today is making that dream come true. Please give pause and applause to the founder of the Glen Highland Sanctuary, the remarkable Lily Goodrich. Welcome to the show, Lily. Thank you, Arden. All right. I mean, her last name has good in it. Come on, guys. You can't get any better than that. Well, you made me teary because, you know, the whole point is to maintain a quality of life where these dogs are happy. Hey, listeners. For many, many years, Lily has led multi-million dollar projects for Fortune 500 companies. She served as a producer for some major TV network projects. But since 2001, her life has happily gone to the dogs, specifically that brainiac breed, the Border Collie. We're going to find out more and why after we take this commercial break. So sit, stay. We'll be right back. Time for a pause. Four furry ones actually sit and stay. Oh, behave. We'll be right back. Hi, pet pals. Arden Moore here to chat about H2O. Water's wonderful, but know what's even better for your dogs and cats? Isotonic drinks called Kitty Raid and Doggy Raid. My small dog, Emma, is not a big water drinker. So I treat her to Doggy Raid at mealtime and after we take long walks. And I rarely see my orange tabby rusty at the water bowl. So I put a few squirts of Kitty Raid in a bowl and he comes running. I treat all my furry bunch to a gravy-like meal topper called Yummy Raid. Great news, Doggy Raid. Kitty Raid and Yummy Raid contain electrolytes, amino acids, prebiotics, and much more healthy ingredients for your pets. Veterinarians give them paws up, and so do I. Learn more by visiting doggyraid.com. That's D O G G Y R A D E.com. Drink up, pets. Let's talk pets on petliferadio.com. All Behave is back with more tail-wagging ways to achieve harmony in the household with your pets. Now, back to your fetching host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome back to the Old Behave show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. I am doggone delighted to welcome our special guest today. Since 2001, she has dedicated her life to bringing out the best in senior border collies. As the founder of the Glen Highland Sanctuary... 
It's now located in, is it, how do you pronounce it in Virginia? Gloucester? Say it. I'm on radio. Okay, Gloucester. 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 It's okay, Gloucester uh, Fisherman. All right, Gloucester. <laughs> Gloucester, Virginia. Her days are very long, but she's not complaining. In fact, she is living her dream life. So welcome to our show, Lily Goodrich. My heart is uh, thumping for you. Aw, thanks. So back in 2001, we started in upstate New York to help all ages of Border Collies, all ages. So 3,000 dogs wow. came to upstate New York and found new lives. And I'm the only person that put them in homes. I'm it. There's no committee. It's just me. And there was a point um, back in 2019 where we said, you know what? There's other rescues. They can help those dogs, but no one is stepping up for the seniors. Good. Seniors are expensive. Seniors are going to be with you forever. Not many people want to adopt a 13-year-old in renal failure obviously. Right. Right. So we decided let's refocus our efforts. Let's go to a Southern climate where it's easier for the dogs. They can be outside all the time. They're not falling in the ice, including the humans. And we can actually give them a great extension of their life because the climate's good. But on top of it, we can focus on just the seniors because they have very particular needs, Arden. Oh, yes. I mean, they really, really have a lot of joint pain. They have a lot of kidney issues. I mean, the same issues come up and up over and over again. But in border collies, this is what I would tell you. They're a little bit, I'm going to say different. I hope nobody takes it. She's being <laughs> partisan PC here. Come on. We know PCs. Yeah. So they're, they're kind of stoic, you know, their way or the highway. And none of that goes away when they're 14 or 12 or 11 or 15. They still have this very focused, like, listen to me, I got the way I want it to go. And I hope you help me out. They're extremely, what's the word controlling? I think, you know, I'm just wondering, I'm thinking in your household, you're outnumbered by four leggers who have a better idea. So I'm wondering if they've tried to help you rewire your house or, you know, come up (laughs) with a new thing, a a new fangled uh, device. (laughs) I can just see them. Their brains are like spinning at all times. I call them overthinkers, overworriers, overdoers. But I got to be honest and tell you, I'm an overthinker, overworrier, overdoer myself. So they seem normal to me, but they're crazy. I know they're crazy. Well, maybe they see you as a two-legged border collie. Well, people say that. My husband started this whole thing where I wanted to get a golden retriever and start a rescue for goldens. And he said, you're not a golden, you're a border collie. So uh, out I went to best friends for their big uh, event to teach you how to run a sanctuary. So uh, this gal was there from Golden Retriever Rescue, like me, and I was a Border Collie rescuer. And she said, I'm just going to wait because you raise your hand for everything. And then I'll learn what I need to know, because clearly you're a Border Collie. So I think these guys, these dogs are, you know, misunderstood, obviously. They're not for everybody, obviously. But in our world, in the senior world, they deserve a nice place where they can be active, athletic, and content. They are great working dogs, no matter, you know, the age. Oh, I love that. And I do know you want to give a shout out to your late beloved husband, uh, John Anderson, correct? Yes, that's correct. All right. And I guess uh, his daughter is part of this too now or not? She's been on our board and she's been part of the whole operation all the way through. And uh, she says to me, she's the history keeper because nobody would believe what it was like in 2001 taking the first border collie. And, you know, Nothing goes slow when you are at Border Collie Rescue. <laughs> no. So does that where the story of Luke enters the picture? Correct. Yes. Yes. As a matter of fact, you're on target. So um, 
we went to look at a dog, my husband and I, and this rescuer in Connecticut said, you're perfect. You work from home. This dog's perfect for you. And he growled at my husband and he peed and he was scared. <laughs> Your husband went, peed or the Border Collie? Yeah, you got it right. The Border okay. Collie. So my husband said to me, this is the right dog for us. And I was like, oh my God, here we go. And he turned out to be the most amazing creature, you know, sitting in, a, in Manhattan as a street. He balanced out. He inspired the entire rescue, the entire kids camp. This dog, you know, a dog can change your life. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So you tribute Luke to everything that is at Glen Highland. So I know he lived a long life, right? Yes, he did. He did. He died at 14. Yeah, that's good. Yes, yeah, so you're getting you're getting confirmation from your staff. <laughs> Yeah. No, no, that's right. We took notes. <laughs> that dog, I mean, who knew that just going to rescue it? So we're going to take a little audio trip to Virginia to where uh, Glen Holland Sanctuary is. And tell us a little bit. Give us a perspective what it, the lay of the land is. Of course. So I'll just uh, give you a quick um, sentence on New York. So New York was this magnificent 175 acres where border collies could run and people could vacation. And we created this unbelievable special place and we were hard pressed to walk away from it, but we did. And the way to do that, it was sold and that's great. And somebody's vacation camp and people were vacationing there. Terrific. Mm -hmm. We created something here, which is on 20 acres, which uh, has a caretaker who employee who does seniors been with me for 10 years and she's here and we have the ability to create a very peaceful place it's different there's no traffic nearby we're in a very rural area so boats go by and the car chasing border collies bark at the boats which is hilarious they used to chase the cars right i can just see some border collies getting some inflatable life jackets going i'm going for you i'm going for you thank god they're older yeah so you know we've got this place that's it's really kind of a little peaceful haven and there's lots of shade. And even though it's hot and it's, you know, it's the South, it's really all year round. They can be outside. Nice. We, just, we could not do that in New York. We just couldn't. We were in the middle of massive snow mass. I mean, I'm telling you, I'd put the dogs out and I couldn't even see them sometimes Aww. the snow would come across. So, so for us, this was the right place for this particular focused rescue on seniors so most of the guys I get, Arden, have bad back ends. Border collies are notorious for like pushing their bodies. They're like okay. major athletes, right? So they end up with bad backs, bad hips, bad hocks. I mean, the whole thing happens. And so when you can get a flat environment, which we have here, and a nice climate, they'd go out and they, like I said, chase the boats. But they also shade, they play some ball. Innovation mentally, they're not giving up because they can't move. So when you take an athlete, I mean, imagine, I don't know, one of these big basketball players that everybody thinks is famous and exciting, and you tell them, sorry, you can't hit the hoop anymore. You know, the first thing they do is kind of, you know, sulk. So yeah. border collies are exactly the same. You know, if you put them inside for six to eight months and you tell them they really can't go outside because they're going to fall and slip and they're like, they give up, they give up. Uh, yeah, no, it's bad. It's bad. We used to have dogs come in in New York that were older. And I would say to my caretaker, watch this one really carefully. This one's going to give up on us. I can feel it. I can feel it. So we'd come up with indoor games, you know, just to keep them motivated because these are athletic dogs. Yes, and they, they are. They are. It also, I'm sensing, and I hope we can touch upon this. You went to the Brainiac breed that needs to be an athlete. So brawn and brains, but you have an intuitive nature about you too. And I understand you have some 
stellar animal communication skills, which I think if I'm outnumbered by a pack of border collies, even in a peaceful 20 acre area, that might be a good superpower to have. You're hilarious. So back in 2001, I started to get all these dogs in, you know, they're coming from every location and all these situations. And I really looked at myself and I thought, what are my tools? What can I, what can I offer? You know, it's not about training. It's about understanding who are these dogs. Yep. I began to really rely on a very deep, deep understanding intuitively of them. And I won't give you every detail, but I have so many stories of things that, that I, that have happened that I'm so humbled, you know, as humans, we all think we know about dogs and we got this whole thing locked down. You know, it's a bunch of baloney. No, we're still scratching the surface. (laughs) Exactly. You're exactly. And so every time I turned around and learned something, because I just was open in my heart and I was intuiting, who are you? What do you want from me? How can I help you? Because I mean, they're sitting in my facility, or in my home or wherever they are, continued on now. So what happens in the older dogs is so interesting to me because they come in age 10, 10 and up. Okay. So they're already, they're, they've had a reasonable life, probably most of them, most of them, not all, but most. And so they come in and they look at me and they're like, who the hell are you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, they're not one-year-old border collies. So they, they demand a respect. So there's a place I have to go to, have to go to, which is intuitive where I say, I get you. I understand you. What is it you need now? How can I help you now? What is it you want? And it's not just ball play. I think you're very genuine, but that we have to quiet our mind. I mean, wag more, bark less. I mean, it sounds like that's what you're doing. Correct. Correct. Because they're in the back stretch. I mean, I could talk about the earlier days forever, but I'll just talk about what we're doing now. Yes. They're in the back stretch, wrapping up their life. And the first thing I commit to them is I will understand what you want what you want, not what I need you to do. I don't need you to sit, stay, come, walk on a leash. That's all over. That's young days. But what is it you want before you hit the dirt? I'm serious. That's how I look at it. I wish people would treat people like that. Exactly. Like I'm doing what I wish somebody will do for me. I'm 66. At some point, I'm going to be laying in a bed and I'll be talking about all the dogs I had. And they'll be like, give her some more drugs. She must be crazy. (laughs) They'll think I'm hallucinating, but I'm like, no, really? So, So for me, I have a commitment to each dog where I'm asking them, what do you want for the back half? And that may not be clear until they understand where they are now. So here's an example. A really nice dog came from North Carolina. She was already 12 years old. She was in pretty rough shape. Are you talking about Hunter? No. Okay, because we're going to need to go to a commercial break in just a second. So let's tease them. So let's say you're going to share a story about a dog name. Kelsey. Kelsey. And we're going to find out what happened with Kelsey after we take this quick commercial break. So please sit and stay. Just pine that you have the brains and brawn of a border collie. And we'll be right back. Time for a walk on the red carpet, of course. All Behave will be back in a flash right after these messages. Ever Pet knows there's a lot in your life that you worry about. We want to make sure your pet's flea and tick protection isn't one of them. Ever Pet offers vet quality flea and tick protection that has the same active ingredients as leading brands like Canine Advantix 2 and Frontline Plus, but that cost much less, which means you can give your pet total flea protection worry-free. Tevra Pet, helping you and your pet live your best life. Online at TevraPet.com. That's T-E-V-R-A-Pet.com. 
Hey, pet pals, Arden Moore here. Itch, scratch, rub, chew, repeat. Does that sound like what's happening to your pet? Help is here. Zymox skin and ear care products can help calm and soothe your pet's angry skin or red infected ears. For over 20 years, Zymox products have been helping pets find relief for these conditions. For that itchy pet, Zymox shampoo and leave-on conditioner combines a special blend of ingredients that moisturize, hydrate, and provide soothing relief. For those hard-to-treat areas like body folds or the paws, easy-to-use Zymox topical cream and spray are great options. And for those nasty ears, Zymox Ear Solution is amazing. And you don't even have to pre-clean the painful ear. No pre-cleaning? Hooray! All Zymox skin and ear products get their effectiveness from enzymes. Zymox contains no antibiotics and no petroleum byproducts, just the soothing power of enzymes. Zymox can be found at your veterinary clinic, most specialty stores for pets, and online. And you can save 20% off any Zymox or Oratine products on Zymox.com. Just enter the code ARDEN20 at checkout. That's ARDEN20. Visit Zymox.com. That's Z-Y-M-O-X.com. Pause up. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. We're back from the lot. Just checked the paper and we had a record showing at the box. The letterbox, that is. Now back to Obehave. Here's Arden. Welcome back to the Obehave show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. We're speaking with Lily Goodrich. She is the founder of the Glen Highland Farm. It is an amazing sanctuary in Virginia for senior border collies. And right before the commercial break, Lily was going to talk to us about a remarkable border collie story. You're on. Take it away, Lily. This very sweet dog, 12 years old, lands in a shelter in North Carolina. She looks kind of sad. She's flea bitten on the top of her back. You know, everything looks weird. And she has a mammary tumor the size of a football hanging off of her. So we pick her up right away. We bring her in. We get all that sorted. And, you know, that's a big deal, surgery. But it's okay. I put her on the site. And she's now, you know, she's post-surgery. And there she is with her face. And I'm thinking to myself, I actually think she doesn't want to stay here. Like when I tell you about the animal communication, I'm saying she actually thinks well, and she's great. We've helped her, but she's got something else to do. And so that's what happened. Somebody wrote me and said, I'd like to give Kelsey a home. And off she went. I mean, that's really wonderful. Wow. And they love her and she's fine. But, but sometimes what I'm trying to communicate is not every sanctuary dog is ending their life here. There are many who have other things to do with other people. And so when they come in, I ask myself, what do you want? How can I help you? What is it that I can offer to you? And when you start from, in my opinion, when you start from that place with any dog, any age, you are going to have a deeper relationship, 100%. I totally get that. My heart dog is Kona, who came from the Rancho Coastal Humane Society in California, and she was in two shelters. She's about a year and a half years old at the time. And I walked by her kennel 
and she had just lost her mate who got adopted and she was in the back end and there was that feeling that connection i'm sure that you know and others that are listening know and i stopped and paused and she came with her whole body against the the front of the cage and there was a connection i'm happy to say she's seven and a half years old she got her canine good citizen she walked in my house and just started peeing she didn't know what a house was but her her little bio said i have to be in a home with other dogs and i had dogs and cats and she temperament tested and and loves she thinks cats are gods she now got her cgc she is a certified therapy dog going all over and she is my teammate as a veterinary approved master in pet first aid so my dog kona is saving lives and i think we always say about the gotcha day and things like that but i think i'm sensing from you you have a lot of konas in your life that you have rescued saved but respected yes I think the way you just described your understanding of Kona and how you develop this closeness, like this, this place where you were like right for each other, right then, like it didn't matter what she was as far as her performance and all this kind of expectation, no. of perfect dog. So that can happen in my experience through all these, I mean, I don't know any, I don't, I'm not tooting my horn. I'm just saying, I don't know. No, anybody. You're incredible. Go for it. I've never met anybody who's met 3,000 dogs, okay? And I haven't either. You're my first. <laughs> and 3,000 Border Collies is not like normal dogs. So you no. get tried to the max. These aren't Frenchies where everybody wants them like potato chips, you know? Right, right. And I mean, these dogs are often really, really smarter than the people that want them. But where I want to go is back to where you were. When, when like my experience, no matter the age, but especially in the senior years, when you open your heart... And you just kind of feel it. Like you said, there was this feeling. And when you get this ping, I'll call it a ping, or you get this kind of sense, like I can look at a picture of a dog who needs to come into rescue and I'll know whether I should take them or not. I can wow, feel it. That's incredible. It, but I've been doing this for so long. That's why the woman, when she said, I would like to meet Kelsey, I was like, okay. Because there's something that's happened in that picture, something that's happened with that dog and that human that's beyond words. It's beyond brain power. It's about your heart. And so my big, my whole focus for all these years, and I mean, it's a long time, is just where's the heart of the dog and where is the heart of the person that might meet them? I don't care if they sit or lay down. I don't care. It's about the heart connection. Well, you're taking it to a different, deeper level now. And I think because things like COVID and national strategies and, and other things, uh, Katrina, the hurricane. These are watershed moments where I think many people are starting to rethink the relationship, the connection they have with their dog or their cat. And I think we're getting deeper and more genuine. I agree with you. I hope because I'm doing my best. I think a percentage of people have been brought to a new level of understanding that their friend in fur is more than just a dog who needs to go in and out and play ball. It's actually a real friend, a real friend. Oh, yeah. So your real friend means you're not sleeping in. So tell our listeners a, a little idea about, you know, I know you were in the corporate world and that's a grind. I know that's a grind, but this sounds like a good grind. So what is the latest you ever get up and what do you typically get up? Because you have border collies. Okay. So, so if I really told you the truth, Arden, I'm going to say two things. And I hope I can do this on radio and you'll edit it out, but it's a podcast. It's okay. In the old days where I was working in television and producing stuff with a bunch of famous people, it was a bunch of bull, you know what? Bull poo. Not just dealing with real poo, okay? <laughs> so it's all, it's all really better. Yeah. Because 
It's not a bunch of baloney about humans. So last night was a good example. So I go to bed at 10, about one o'clock, somebody and I have about 10 dogs and somebody wakes up, I got to pee. And I'm like, oh, okay, out they go. Then about two o'clock, somebody else says, yeah, I, I think I do too. Went on about four. And then about five, I said, lie down, lie down. But we've gone through, what is that? 10, 11, 12, 12 dogs who needed to go out because, you know, they just all woke each other Well, up. don't you see it when one has to go, then the other one says, yeah, that's a good idea. Oh, it's ridiculous. And I, I was laying in bed this morning at six, five, four, I don't know what it was. And I thought, am I ever, ever, ever going to have four hours of sleep at any one like chunk? And the answer is no, no. So then I've got another group that's um, in a senior group where we have them in a, I have them in a special den area right off the house because there's no steps. They need to go out without steps. Okay. They're immobile. They're, they're very challenged. Mm -hmm. So I go over there and I'm like, okay, buddy, it's like 630. And they're like, what are you waking me up for? Right? Because they're, they're like content. Wow. And out they go, they do their stuff. And then I have this other location, which is an office, but it's now got dogs that have heartworm treatment going on. And I go out and they're the same way. They're like, why are you waking me up? There's sometimes I'm like, why am I waking them up? Maybe I should try sleeping later, but I can't. I think that's a, a sacrifice that is reaping you many benefits. You're going to go long time from now, go to heaven. And can you imagine all the border collies that are going to say hi? You know, people say that. And I... I have to tell you, people are really kind and write me to let me know that the dog they adopted has passed. And I, I am sincerely, sincerely sad. Like, I'm not kidding. Like, I remember the adoptions. My heart hurts for them and hurts, but I know it's been a good life. So maybe they will be there. Maybe they won't. Who knows? But I know that I've done okay. I've been honest and I've been giving and I want for them what I would want for anyone, which is to be understood. These dogs are so misunderstood. It's so cruel, you know, because they're popular. It's the same thing that happened for shepherds. It happened for Dalmatians. It happened. Well, for bull right now, the breed of popularity is the French bulldog. Right. And, and they're very cute, but they're getting stolen. And people don't realize they're brachiocephalic and you got to keep them careful with the heat. And uh, I had a corgi, so I had sort of a junior border collie who taught me everything, jazz, uh, Penbrook. And uh, I taught him how to, to wave to the queen in case the queen ever came to uh, my home, which never would happen because she has all the corgis. And jazz would do the royal wave with a picture of Queen Elizabeth. And I just think you seem to tap in to what brings out the best in border collies. I wish we could sprinkle that on every one and every dog. I think this would be a great planet. I wish the same. And I'm not that special. I'm just somebody who walks around from my heart. When I was a kid, I just, you know, I had a crappy childhood like a lot of people, but my dog was my friend. And who was your childhood dog? He was a dachshund. Can you oh, oh, you got a low rider. <laughs> and here I am with water collies. That was my husband's fault. I wanted a golden, but here we are, border collies. He's what right. was your what was your dachshund's name? Fritz. He was my buddy. Of course, it was a German name. So Fritz was your pal, huh? Fritz got you through some tough times. Correct, correct. And so that bond, I think a lot of children have that with animals, whether it's rabbits or cats or dogs. You know, there's something in life that doesn't feel so good, and an animal helps you through it. And I never forgot it. I never forgot it. So um, here I am, you know, an old lady. 
now, some old dogs now, trying to do right by everybody involved from the heart, from the heart. That's all, just from the heart. Well, what do you do for fun? Do you have all the Border Collies got on the couch and do a Netflix binge? What do you do when you're not helping them bring out the best in them? What is some that might surprise our listeners about you? Well, now that I'm here uh, near the water, I've been doing some sailing. And oh, okay. Honest to God, a little non-dog stuff is a good thing for somebody who's 24-7 dog. So when I come back, I'm like, hey, it's all good. Because, you know, these guys, you know, you know this. So think about, what have I got? I said 15, 17. They look at you like, what have you done for me today? So it doesn't matter what you did yesterday. It doesn't matter any of it. It's what have you done for me today? So sometimes I have to say, I got to go. I got to do something for myself. So when I come back, I'm a pretty cheery person and they like that. But generally, they do watch Netflix, yes. But I only have like an hour, and then they got to get up and do something. It's really cute, actually. So let's wrap this up, and let's let people know how they can help the Glen Highland Farm, how they can go about doing adoptions, because there's a lot of folks. We're the longest-running pet podcast on the planet, and they're not all my relatives listening. So here you go. Okay. So um, two things. One is, you know, we welcome, obviously, support donation-wise. You can go to Glen Highland. you are a 5013C. That's right. And we've been longstanding, so we have a great track record with what we do with any funds that come our way. We're deeply appreciative. People can be an angel for 350 which is six months of care. But I just want to say something else, and I, I hope you um, understand. In the old dog world, I just have to tell you that this product, and I know that that's part of what we're talking about, Myos. I'm telling you, Arden, this is the most substantially helpful product I've found for old dogs. And I am not one to like say anything I don't really feel. So while I appreciate your offer to help us, I just want to tell you that if people are out there with older dogs, they really, really, really should try this product. And I'm not, I, I mean, I did a test on 10 dogs. Yeah, it started with Hunter, I guess. It's M Y O S. And there's an ingredient in there. Then we've actually had Dr. Albert on our AHN on our show, and he's all about senior dogs. So you got to work with that I group. Did. And Hunter was a had some severe uh, spinal arthritis and a back issue. And so yeah, we don't want to sound like a commercial. So, but tell us because you seem like a, a straight shooter. I am a straight shooter. And I even one of my Aussie rescuer pals wrote me and said, I know you're a straight shooter and you never say anything about anything you didn't believe. So she started using it for Aussies and she was like, holy crap. So here's what it is. I did a test for 10 dogs with Dr. On. I measured their flanks, both sides, and I saw one and a half inch increase in the muscle development. Wow. that doesn't That's mean big. They, right. They do, it doesn't mean they get up or down easily. That is not the goal. The goal is once they're up, they're moving. So I know that for Hunter, we gave him at least another 10 months of happiness. I'm serious. Nice. nice. It's like sciatica, serious sciatica and a bad hock. So he couldn't even develop muscles because you couldn't exercise him because it was too painful. So I just want to say, uh, and thank you for letting me add this piece because I was asked to test that product and I took it super seriously. I mean, I don't fool around because if I'm going to tell you something's okay, I mean it. But I found that we did Adequan, we did laser, we did SCC loop. We've done, I mean, we've done everything. And I have found aside, I mean, we use gabapentin here for the old dogs. I don't want to use stuff that damages their organs. So when I found this product, which is an adopter, 
who turned me on to it because she's involved with the company. I was like, oh yeah, I don't know. I don't know. And then I tested and I was like, OMG. So all the senior dogs, except anybody allergic to eggs and except anybody who gets diarrhea, which can happen, all the others are on it. 100%. So I'm not suggesting that anybody has to believe me, but try it. Just try it. I mean, yeah. So it's MYOS and, you know, check it with your veterinarian and, and see what goes. Um, last, any parting message you want to say to all the folks out there? I just salute you for all you're doing for senior border collies. You found something that you can unleash your passion and your compassion. I'm laughing because my ginger cat, Rusty, listened to your voice and wants to say hello. He is impressed by your energy. Oh, I had a cat that was a tabby like that. I loved him. So um, this is what I would say. Many, 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 many people, I'm not going to say hundreds, but many, ask me, what do I do at the end? How do I know when I know? This is a really genuinely end of life of quality life, sacred decision, sacred. So I'm just, if you would give me a minute to say this and you'll figure out what you want to do with it. But I would just, I just did this yesterday on the phone for an adopter. I find that these dogs, border collies, but not just border collies, want to look into the eyes of the person they know and be conscious at the end of the time they're crossing over. They don't want to be in a trauma in the back room at the vet with a bunch of smells and chaos and intensive care. And they don't want to be in a room where people are panicked and people are screaming and hollering and whatever happens in that tragedy. They want plan. They want to plan. They want you to be with them as they are because dogs, horses, cats do not have the end of life thing we have. We have the loss. So at the end, they want to celebrate with you. So I just told this to somebody yesterday. I said, get ahead of it. Don't wait till the collapse. Don't wait till the bleed out. Don't wait till the dog can't stand up because then they cannot do what they want, which is give you their hearts as they exit. I, uh, I'm on that bus. I'm on that team because euthanasia means good death. And I've been there every time it was time to say goodbye. And I think that's one of the best gifts we can give our four-legged friend who's been there through everything with us, you know? Exactly. All right. Well, go get down and we're happy. Come on, come on. We got uh, Lily Goodrich. Please, please check out glenhighlandfarm.com. You might find a senior you want to adopt, work with her. You might be able to help in some way. And she is a nonprofit. And I've been very honored to have you on our show today, Lily. Thank you, Arden. It's been a pleasure. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Hey, everybody. I also want to do a shout out to Mark Winter. He is the executive producer of Pet Life Radio. We are the largest pet radio network on the planet. And humbly, this show has been on the air since 07, making us the longest running pet podcast on the planet. And check out ArdenMoore.com and see what I'm up to. And until next time, this is your flea-free host, Arden Moore, delivering just two words to all you two, three, and four-leggers out there. Oh, behave. Coast to coast and around the world, it's all behave with Arden Moore. Find out why cats and dogs do the things they do. And get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get great tail-wagging pet tips and have a fur-flying fun time. All behave with America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Every week on demand. Only on PetLifeRadio.com.